All right. Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Beast Wars podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. I am the royalty! Yay! All right. And today, it's it's time to play the game. The Spider's Ooh. Game. Oh, this episode is so good, guys. It's great. So good. First aired January 6th, 1997, first episode of the year. It was uh, written by series co-creator Larry DeTilio. And we open up in space. It's a Stasis Pod episode. And not <laughs> like an episode of this podcast, because every episode is an episode of the Stasis Pod podcast. But it's an episode where we get a new toy. Yeah, this yeah, is a Stasis I, Pod with Stasis Pods. I yep. do appreciate that at least in the first season... The new character episodes are almost never entirely about the new character. No. I mean, you get you get ones like when Black Arachnia showed up where obviously somebody told somebody that, hey, we need to fit this new character into the script. But other than that, even like Air Razor's first episode was not about Air Razor. This one gets to be a little bit about Inferno, but it's also mostly <laughs> yeah. about the spiders. Yes. And they and don't ever piece for someone else. <laughs> they don't ever name the episode the one where Inferno shows up. <laughs> I mean, I guess they would if this was Friends. Yeah. Or Always the, Sunny. The gang finds a, a stasis pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and well, I, I started counting at the beginning. When the stasis pod falls down, there's at least 11 stasis pods just in a row. Yeah, that was oddly in line for how they imply how chaotic everything is. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, like, in previous episodes, we'd see, like, a solitary stasis pod, like, gets hit by a rock or something, or a bit of shrapnel from the ships when they were attacked. But but this is, like, a dozen stasis pods in a row, just straight in a line, in, in space, in an orbital ring around the planet, apparently. And then this one seems to just calmly try to land. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah, apparently... This is the first time we've seen a stasis pod operate as intended. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For most of its, you know... For 90%. Its yeah. Anyway, it turns out this one is first detected by Tarantulas, who's a hidey hole from the web. I think this is the first time we're seeing it since the web. Uh, yeah, I guess we haven't seen the spider hole in a while. Yeah, he's redecorated. He's got his uh, his spider TVs back. <laughs> I love feel like we've seen it at least once since the web, but I could be wrong. And, uh, yeah, so he sends out an elect- a magnetic pulse that uh, shuts down both Predacon and Maximal bases. Yeah, he calls it some magneto thingamabob. Magneto PCM array. It, PCM array. It's just an EMP weapon. Yeah. Yes. The t- I, oh, I do have to note that he fires it at maximal power. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he is, uh, he's very much prioritizing these stasis pods, apparently. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he has for, a plan. Yeah. So this is like the big thing he's hoping for at this point. Oh, yes. So, uh, yeah, this, this shuts down both bases, and hilariously, it also shuts down the little floating golf carts at the uh, Predacon base. <laughs> Poor Scorponok. Yeah, who, who knows? <laughs> they, they didn't have their own internal power. They're, they're just... Well, I mean, I guess it's shutting... It, 
it presumably shuts down everything it hit, so it hit both the base and those little uh, golf cart things. I guess, yeah. but you'd think maybe the base itself would shield the internals, at least to that point, because they're just independent systems. I don't know. I may not if it's broken. <laughs> well, yeah. I, you know, it's crashed. It's like half under lava. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it, it's a good thing, though, that this was tuned to not knock out, you know, the robotic life forms. Well, this would be a real short episode otherwise. Oh, yeah. yeah. True. Also, Tarantulas would have done it way long ago. Yeah. Although, I mean, I would watch an episode that's just like a day in the life of Tarantulas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Get up, be creepy, eat things just for the sake of causing pain. Oh, there's be so many dead rats and, and creepy voice things. Let's see, one to three, cackle maniacally. <laughs> Pencil that in. Now he's doing his crossword. Maybe thinking about doing his taxes. Uh, he totally would. Yep. Wonder if he can claim his little flashlight spider bugs as dependents. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, as it turns out, uh, this isn't just going to be a Tarantulas episode because Black Arachnia is back from her, where she was last seen inside a toppling alien obelisk, <laughs> and she's found Tarantulas' spider hole, and she wants a team-up. Yes. Maybe a I... team-up on, kind of, on a couple of levels, given by how touchy-feely she is with him. Yeah, I do appreciate that. I, I think I said before that she felt like someone who didn't really make a big deal out of sexual manipulation, except when it comes to tarantulas, and that right. I, I appreciate. Yeah. It, it, she is using her sexuality. She turns so very sexual. Yeah. I think she has a right to, considering that, you know, he's the one who made her like that, so she yeah. might well... I mean, uh, how much, and as we see uh, in this episode, it's not a particularly involved process in reprogramming things. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, you know, reprogramming the stasis pods from Maximal to Predacon, so I don't know if he, you know, you know, pushed the cleavage slider up, uh, <laughs> to Maximal or what. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's just weird after her being like all Dr. Doom last episode, now, now she's become a femme fatale using her spider wiles on Tarantulas in his man cave. Yeah. The one reason it works for me is that it's specifically Tarantulas and... Yes. Yeah. As we see by the end of the episode, she still thinks he's a total creep and wants to Yeah, to it's pretty them. obvious manipulation, but it's against creepy tarantulas that... Yes. And, I mean, that's I think why tarantulas, it works on him, but it's still creepy. I mean, tarantulas kind of knows that it's manipulation, but he kind of likes the attention, so he's going to go with it. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, he can use an extra set of hands. Or yeah. slots. She's only guessed the base level of his plan and not the end goal. <laughs> Mm. She doesn't see the webs within the webs. Yes. <laughs> also, I loved Megatron immediately assuming the power going out was the prelude to a maximal sneak attack. And yes. then well, Optimus yeah. and Rhinox in the maximal base, not assuming anything, but Optimus complaining that the strategic simulation he'd been running was cut short by the power outage. And by strategic simulation, he was playing video games. Wait, yeah, I was going to ask, <laughs> was it video- Civilization, StarCraft, or Dota? Yeah. Maybe he has a holodeck and he's being Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I don't think Optimus Primal is that lame. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they have a holodeck. No, well, VR no. goggles. VR goggles save energy. They're a better resource. I mean, <laughs> no, if, if they had a holodeck, we would not see 
Rat Trap playing the hollow cards with the computer. Yeah. Eh, we might. Or no, other we would see him playing cards with something more uh, adult. Yeah, he's playing like, <laughs> He's playing strip holographic poker. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that's for when he's off duty. He's playing he like... He's on duty for that. Like the, the Japanese Mahjong games with the, the girls in them. Yeah. Those. Or at the very least with one of those, you know, naked women decks of cards. Yes. <laughs> what we're saying is he knows about boobies. Yes. Spoilers <laughs> for season two. No They're coming up. No <laughs> anyway, uh... Anyway, Tigatron happens to be outside and he sees this pod falling, but... And he's in every- the jungle. Yeah. Well, he starts in the jungle, and then he has to run through an empty plane with one tree in it. The and also a rock. Yeah, it's the same yeah. field with the tree and the rock that was in, like, the first episode, and, and Waspinator's always in that tree. I think that's his tree. Maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe, maybe there's honey in it or something. I don't know, but that's that's where he shows up in the in the first episode. That's where he shows up here. I'm, I'm sure it's happened, like, once or twice since. That it's is tree. his tree. I just to find happy place. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm, I'm just thinking it. that Tigatron coming down from the conveniently located Arctic is down to the jungle. Is yeah. yeah. That's a pretty significant move, you would think, but apparently yeah. not. So, yeah, he gets intercepted with Waspinator. Waspinator shoots him, and he smacks into a rock. Uh, but luckily, Airazor is also around and defeats Waspinator in a particularly humiliating fashion. This is kind of the beginning of a trend with Waspmater. Yeah. Yeah. Eraser gets a badass moment on this one. Oh, yes. Yes, she does. Waspmater actually does manage to, well, at least temporarily take out Tigatron. That's that's good for him. It's not a terrible showing, but, I mean, he does end the, uh, he leaves this episode bereft of wings, uh, upside down in the ground with a rat tugging on one of his antennae. Yeah, yeah. But, but he's fully into the Waspinator speak at this point. It's like Waspinator will scrap. Waspinator hates Birdbot. Yes, he's talking about Tigerbot and Birdbot, <laughs> which is a, twer- a, a a a I don't know voice thing that he'll continue doing for a while. So a good. vocal tick. A... Yes, it's a vocal tick. He will continue doing for a while. Yep. Uh-huh. Also, I liked the shot of Anson and Antil as Tigatron left the jungle because of foreshadowing. Mm. Yes. Although, before this, we see a poison arrow frog, and yet Spidor is nowhere to be found in this episode. Yes, actually, oh, in, in my notes, point. all in caps, it just says frog. Because <laughs> <laughs> the frog! There's the frog! But Maybe no, they were hoping last. to add him in and they just didn't get to it. Hmm. I mean, I... It's unfortunate because you know he's uh, he's ru- he's evil to the core. He's got meanness oozing out of every pore. <laughs> and, and it would be nice to have an evil uh, a predicon who isn't just a bug at this point, or a dinosaur, or dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, but they haven't added any new dinosaurs since the beginning. It's been all bugs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, yeah, it turns out frog to do a fake out. Like you don't know which one we're going to do this episode. Yeah. Will it be Spitter? Will it be Inferno? Uh, who has a more expensive toy? Oh, I guess it's going to be Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a really cool figure, though, kids. It is nice to see that frog. And that frog Perfect. mod, they will get their use out of that frog mod. We'll see a bunch more well, later on in the show. They're really yes. getting their use out of the rat model. They're, besides oh, sure. Rat Trap, there's there's the white rat that Tarantulas is eating, the rat that Waspinator says hello to this episode. <laughs> 
The one that Rat Trap was talking to that one time when he was hanging yep. out. Oh, yeah. The double Jeopardy. Yes. One other thing, when Tagatron runs into the rock, his eyes bulge out and they play the Looney Tunes birds circling the head noise. Yes. <laughs> I appreciated that. But they didn't actually animate it. Instead, they just had Air Razor show up. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. That's fine, as we have established. I am all aboard that ship. Yeah. Air like showing the... up with the badass one-liner is particularly appreciated. This is the third episode in a row that's just been shipping that so hard. Oh, yeah. And I this episode will show she's kind of more into it than he is. He's very interested in being, you know, the cool loner. Yeah. And he does everything but ride off in a motorcycle in a yellow jacket at the end of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whilst she's giving him the uh, the bedroom eyes. <laughs> While she's standing behind him, sighing. Mm-hmm. Dreamily. Oh, those two. Yeah. So, yeah, Tarantulas and Black Reckoning get to the pod. They reprogram it, which is apparently just a matter of taking out the good chip and putting in an evil chip. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so, to be fair, on Cybertron, I mean, the war has been over. Presumably, there. this is just a criminal faction of Predacons, and there are Predacons who are not inherently... You know, it, it just seems like Maybe that's a, a thing they do because they also are making new Predacons too. Yeah, so they have true. a convenient little thing. I, I also thought it was interesting that uh, apparently the chip affects the DNA scan. That is interesting. Uh, kind of prioritizes yeah. what it's looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I guess you could wonder then if if uh, Air Razor might have done better if she had had a Predacon chip because maybe there was an ant scuttling around somewhere before that Falcon flew by, but it was like, no, she's a maximal. We can't have her be an ant. Also, yeah. her, then her romance with uh, Tiger Hunt would be super gross. Yeah. yeah. Where it's just this well, big ant riding around on, uh, on Tiger Hunt. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but then eventually we would end up with an ant lion. Oh. <laughs> oh, Delight. God. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> anyway, that, that, that's far in the future. I'm imagining oh. those chips are non-volatile RAM, and it's basically just, oh, okay, take out Windows Maximal, install Windows Predacon. Yes. Yeah, but unfortunately, it has already scanned those ants, which means that the tarantulas went to the trouble of catching a spider and then making an adorable little cage for it for nothing. Yep. <laughs> that was Is it another great. Black Widow? It looks like another Black Widow, which is weird because I'm... I assume that gender is inherent in uh, the protoform already. Though I did notice that the protoform did appear to be the same model as the air razor one, though it was still, you know, fluid. Yeah, the yes. liquid. Yeah. I mean, I assume they're all kind of like that, sort of mm-hmm. generic. But they're, I don't know how it works with the whole gender thing. With I mean, they don't delve into it in uh, Beast Wars. They're you know, there just are male and female transformers, and that's it. And it can, it could very possibly be like in the IDW stuff where they can have gender without having sex, 
without mm-hmm. having yeah. the physical attributes, but as a personality thing. Yeah, it's they can still have gender. Spark related, but might also be related to what they scan. Possibly. What? Well, no. Then again, Tigatron was scanned from a female tiger, so. And presumably, Inferno uh, spoilers will be scanned from female ants. Yeah. So yeah, which is scan has nothing to do with. Who knows. So yeah, it's uh, the the new Predacon is another insect, and it's Inferno, and he is a gigantic ass ant. But they I are love both... the fifty foot ant shot that we get of him coming out of the stasis pod. Oh yeah, <laughs> Black he is Arachnia... half man, half ant, all terror. He's all them. Velacarachne and Tarantulas are both so disappointed too. I like that Tarantulas is disappointed that it's not another spider, and Black Arachne is like, oh god, not another insect. <laughs> yeah. Although I also there's only one insect on the Predacon team at the moment. Yes. Well, I'm sure she's pretty sick of him too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. I imagine she's sick of the ac- are scorpions insects. I feel like they're more mollusks. No, no, scorpion, scorpions are arachnids. Well, waspinator is the one insect. Uh, still, too many bugs. Yeah. I think yeah. that so, was her point. So, adding Inferno, like, there's now. Two insects, three arachnids, or wait, is this Scorpionoc? Yeah, scorpions are arachnids. Yeah, okay. And then one dinosaur and one dinosaur-esque prehistoric reptile. Fly lizard. Yeah. I also like the conversation beforehand where, kind of going back to the last episode, Black Arachnid is still kind of playing on the whole power thing. Talking Mm -hmm. about how Tarantulas ought to put her in charge because she thinks he's cute. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're working together, but not really working together. Yeah. yeah. And, and now they have a giant, insane Ant-Man. Yes. It's, <laughs> so insane. And sadly, it's not Hank Pym. Yeah. Maybe and Hank- he's uh, voiced by uh, actor and musician Jim Burns, possibly also known from uh, that Highlander TV series. Yes. Oh, he was... Who was was he the 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 watcher? Uh, he was the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, I don't remember no guy in the wheelchair. I guess. He was the guy who was played by Jim Burns. He's kind of like an older guy. He's got a beard. I'm sure that at some point he's playing blues music. <laughs> Has to be. Also, how ironic is it that the guy named Inferno is being played by Jim Burns? Burns. <laughs> Pretty great. <laughs> Pretty great. And yeah, we we pretty we get uh, Inferno's two main personality characteristics right off the bat. He is he likes burning things, and he thinks he's a real ant. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. Also, oh, he, he's probably at this point he's probably the first character to show up who's really really toy accurate. Oh yeah, which is fine because yeah. his toy is amazing. But oh, it is. oh yeah. It's it's striking considering what else we've gotten in the show so far. Yeah, and and Burns' voice or Burns' voice acting on him is great as well. So good, he's so good and crazy. <laughs> he's the best. That's all I can say. So yeah, he uh, he thinks that uh, the stasis pod is his colony, <laughs> and thus he must defend it. And he just marches back and forth in front of it. Yep. That's so great. And uh, so so Black Arachne has said, you know, screw this, I'm just going to shoot him. But Tarantulas, not up for it, because she might damage the stasis pod. 
Which, yes. which was his hand aim. Well, I yeah, I I would say that probably the stasis pod was number one, and having a new harem member was number two. Yeah, he's working on his harem. Yeah, especially since this is the first stasis pod to actually land under its own power instead of crashing. Mm-hmm. It actually has little, little little hover jets that took it down slowly to fully intact stasis pod, and Tarantulas wants it because reasons. That we don't. That will be revealed. Because dun dun dun. Yeah, and Tarantula stops Black Arachnia from attacking by basically mounting her in beast mode. Well, jumping on her. Yeah, like it is a little creepy. Yeah, you better be careful there, Tarantulas. You know how spiders mate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what black widows are known for. Maybe he's into that. Yeah, he probably is. Anyway, Air Razor shows up uh, and makes the immediate mistake of trying to befriend Inferno by quoting Cheetor. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's... does this count as Cheetor does something stupid? Yes. No, by nothing, nothing good ever starts with, as Cheetor would say. Also, I just came out of Stasis Pod. Who the hell is Cheetor? <laughs> also, burn. Cheetor is not the royalty. We're going to see it plenty after this, but I still love Blender Butt Flight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the weirdest flight mode, but... but his... And yes, the toy does it. Yeah, don't tempt me. I, it's it's a neat way of making him a flying ant without just giving him bug wings. Yeah. Yeah, but, but like Primal, he can only fly in robot mode. And his yeah. toy does have a little ratchety... A button you push down that makes those spin. Oh, yeah. Which is one of the great things, because it's one of those, about that toy, it's one of those things you can just press on and just be like, ah, so good. So fun. Yes. So yeah, she gets shot by Inferno and Black Rachnia, who is now playing along with the whole ant thing and befriending uh, Inferno. So whilst she is doing this, uh, Tarantulas is stealing the stasis pod, I've got in my notes here, gross pooping noises. Yes. yes. Tarantulas yes. is trying to squeeze out this web, and he needs to get more fiber. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the spider equivalent of scrunching up his face, and he's making these noises. They're just like, uh, it's awful. And like the, the abdomen is sort of twitching. <laughs> now, they have shot, him and Black Arachnia both have shot webs plenty of times in this show, and none of them have ever felt a need to do that. Not to accident, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You better wash that stasis pod before you use it, Tarantulas. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was going to use that for his demo reel for trying out for Dragon Ball Z or something? They do a lot of grunt. It's definitely less a Super Saiyan and more of a I could use some old brand. Well, yeah, because he didn't get capped on Dragon Ball Z like everybody else. Well, there you go. Maybe that's why. That's why we're not catching him dragging the stasis pod back on camera, reporting it to Megatron, and Megatron up until then had been going, where's Scorponok? Where's IT when you need it? <laughs> well, I guess it's Tarantulas, because I guess Tarantulas is their IT yeah. guy. There's Tarantulas. Yeah. This is his job. Yeah, Tarantulas <laughs> is the IT guy. Uh, 
Scorponok is the, the mechanical engineer, I guess. Or maybe civil so. engineer. Scorponok gets bounced from job to job based on how soon, he, how recently he screwed up at any given job. That guy's just yeah. unemployable. Yeah. Maybe you know, Scorponok is like your... He's just mopping lava off the floors. <laughs> maybe Scorponok is just like your networking tech, so he like goes in and helps set up the hardware, but Tarantulas is like coding support. <laughs> so he's maybe. that higher level support. Anyway, Scorponok, I guess, is lookout this time because he reports that Something is chasing tarantulas. <laughs> yeah. Is he talking about Inferno, or does he mean the stasis pod? And Scorponok is super dumb. He seems to be talking about the stasis pod. That's Based on what they show us, it's the stasis pod. Inferno hasn't shown up yet, so he's talking about the stasis pod. Apparently that fall off of uh, Brigadoon last episode scrambled Scorponok's brain. Uh, no, no, I think it's just Scorponok. <laughs> I think he's just dumb. Yeah, but yeah. a couple people are actually chasing him, in which case it's Inferno who is chasing him, and Black Arachnia is chasing Inferno. Yes. Me- While all this is going around, Tigatron gets there, finds Airazor, and uh, so he tells her, you go get Optimus, I'm going to go after this freak show. <laughs> You know, she offers to team up, but no, baby, I'm I'm too cool and solitary. You stay here. I hunt alone. Sometimes you can be too alone. <laughs> ah, my feels. I think well, the thing it, is, I mean, by today's standards, where things just, you know, are a lot more willing to, where action shows are a lot more willing to actually ship their characters... Just those little breadcrumbs at that point oh, were just goodness. so delicious. <laughs> I, I will have to find and, and see if it's post-worthy, that, that fanfic that I wrote. I might have to uh, add that on to my post for the episode on Iacon Underground. Wow. Anyway, so Tarantulas is almost there, but Inferno catches up to him, but Tarantulas webs him up. Of course. Yep. Yeah, w- but- without grunting this time. Yes. I also liked Megatron in the camera after Scorponok reported the thing, just saying, oh, Tarantulas is up to his old tricks. Yeah. Not approvingly, not disapprovingly, it's just, oh, that explains it. That's yeah. the thing that Tarantulas does. Yep. Da, 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 Weird, da, da, da. inexplicable, gross stuff. <laughs> I don't know what he wants that stasis pod for. Reasons. Probably some sex thing. <laughs> Probably a sex Put thing. On it. Uh. I, I I now choose to believe that whenever whenever Tarantulas is doing something weird that Megatron doesn't get, he just writes it off as some sex thing. He's either having sex with it or in it. <laughs> yes. oh. yeah. Anyway, this this gives Scorponok time to show up, and Scorponok is reasonably competent in this episode in that he doesn't screw up any, anything up horribly. No, not really. But he does distract Tarantulas enough that Tigatron can just blow this stasis pot up. Yeah. He yeah. shatters it into its composite triangles. Oh, yeah. another big explosion. It's, it's another composited explosion, which uh-huh. looked better this time. Bigger. Yeah. Really big. Very oh, yeah. triangly. Yeah. What is, what is in those stasis pods? Triangles. Well, <laughs> it actually had landing jets, so presumably it has some fuel for reason. I guess, yeah, that makes sense. But and unfortunately, <laughs> Tigatron now gets tore up. Oh, oh yeah. Looks it's like he's impressive. bleeding. 
Yeah, his yeah. just his beast parts. Where yes. his beast parts are damaged, there's blood. But where his robot parts are damaged, it's just like silver. Yeah, and also the tiger head on his chest has a black eye. Yeah, that's it's messed up, man. Yeah, they're getting good at the battle damage. They are. He's amazingly beat to hell. Oh, yes. And making matters worse, here's Megatron, and thanks to Force Perspective, Megatron is huge. <laughs> yep. They oh, like the Force Perspective in this episode. It's pretty it looks like he's about to, It looks like he's about to eat Tigatron off a toilet seat. <laughs> yeah. he, he was standing up on a hill. It, it's, it's a good shot. It is a good shot. So here's Megatron. Tarantulas and Black Arachnia just flee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shit, let's get out of here. Well, my stasis pod is ruined I'm just going to leave before he decides to eat me. Yeah. Yeah. And then Inferno shows up again. Yeah, he, he got out of the way. And, and oh, Tigatron just blew up the colony. He's gone totally <gasps> insane. The colony! He's screaming and kicking Tigatron's ass more, and, and Megatron's like, oh, I like him, yes. Oh, yeah, he's he says I like him, yes, after he sees Blender Butt flight. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I could use a flyer who's... Oh, this is another idiot. Oh, well, but it's a controllable idiot, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's the important thing, is he's a loyal idiot. Yeah. His idiocy mostly comes from his loyalty. Yes. yes. Which, I... Is that a first, really? Uh, I mean, Scorponok can be dumb, but it's he's loyal and dumb. They're two separate things. Inferno is a combination of loyal stupidity that... Well, and also, Inferno is also insane. Yes, very yes. Yeah. I mean, Scorponok's kind of a dope, but he's sane. Yeah. He's not a lunatic. Yeah. yeah. Like, Scor- Inferno is just violently insane. Which, which yeah. that has to be in his spark, but his, his stasis pod landed perfectly fine. Nothing went wrong other than making him a Predacon. Maybe so the his instincts of the ant are so overriding? Maybe. That is but, what Tarantula says, but still. But, like... yeah. That even Tigertron, who's affected a lot by his tiger parts, however you want to put it, isn't like that <laughs> devoted to like craziness. And why isn't it that crazy anyway? Well, tigers. <clears throat> and for one thing, ants are insects, and they are going to have a much more alien psychology than tigers yes. are, because tigers are more closely related to us than ants are. Or maybe it's the I assume. Someone can correct me if they want. That is, in fact, correct. Maybe it's that, like, ants are almost hive minds, because they work as a hive, and he's alone, so he's going nuts because of that, maybe? Question mark? That seems like a plausible explanation. Lots of question yeah. marks this episode. Yeah. I mean, he needs someone to order him around. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah. they're social insects. And I mean, I guess so are wasps, but maybe not yeah. to the same extent that... Yeah. What, wait, is Waspinator actually a wasp or a hornet? I mean, they're both social insects. Not well to small degree. Usually, they have. They're not like honeybees. They're like only a small family unit. There's like maybe right. a dozen of them. Right. They know how to operate alone. Yeah, they and they they don't. You know, at least them. most wasps don't come into conflict with other insects the way that ants do. So, I figure that's what it's from. Sort of. Yeah. And also, probably you know the. Having the maximal chip taken off and the Predacon one put on maybe screwed things up a little. 
Maybe it, it all boils down to... Especially since it was already starting to scan when they took the maximal one off. Yeah, it had already <laughs> scanned the ant... Oh, yeah, it had already scanned the ant at that point. It just hadn't started programming. So, yeah, that could have screwed him up, maybe. Good job. Anyway. He pulled the plug when it was in the middle of booting, and now the OS is just messed up. I did that once. Actually, and my did, favorite. And did your computer think it was an ant? <laughs> it, it might have. I mean, I couldn't communicate with it. That'd be way cooler. Would be pretty cool. Anyway, before Inferno can finish off Tigatron, uh, Optimus Prime blows him up. Uh-huh. Like total disassembly, bits of him flying all over. Yeah, I was completely shocked by that. I mean, I'm surprised that our first decapitation, while still conscious of the series, was not Waspinator. Well, I, yeah, was, I mean, it, uh, it, it was, was, uh, no, was Terrasaur a couple episodes ago. Yeah, it was oh, right, definitely it was. A, a Waspinator level blow up. Yeah, it it, yeah. it does seem weird for Inferno's first episode that he gets blown up that much. Yeah. Yes. To, to little tiny component bits like his head and his hands and everything's disassembled. Oh, maybe that's why we don't see him for... A, oh, no, no, he's in the next episode. Never mind. Anyway, so Scorponok, uh continuing with his trend of getting increasingly worse jobs, has to pick up the bits of Inferno. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Including his still talkative head. Yeah, which which Megatron flicks at him. Yes. Telling him to pick up the rest of the parts. Uh, poor Scorponok. Poor guy. Yep. And then luckily, uh, luckily, Tigatron gets uh, shipped back to the base. He gets fixed. And, it's uh, snowing you know. at the base for some reason. Yeah, that yeah. is weird. Where, where is this base? <laughs> like, so it's is, near is the this... Arctic. The Christmas episode, because in most <laughs> cartoons, if it's snowing, it's it's the Christmas episode. Well, this Maybe. was in January, so... Maybe, oh. there you go. And then Tigertron tells Air Rage that that's another one of my nine lives I owe her. Or he says, Merry Christmas, ask your parents to buy you an Inferno. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Yep. I mean, he is a jolly red man, I suppose. <laughs> He's very yeah. jolly. He can fly... He has a white lower jaw. Um, and yeah. he'll give you the gift of pain. <laughs> yep. Burning. He has the gift of burning. He has a sack full of flammables. <laughs> it's a colony of reindeer. <laughs> Tigatron eventually comes out of the CR chamber and he's like, I need to get back to my post. And Optimus is like, ah, there's no rush. We sent Scott McNeil up to take care of it. <laughs> Yeah, but he, he, Tigatron still leaves anyway. He's like, no, I, I don't like it here. I don't like you guys. Nope, I don't like being inside things. I have to be out in nature alone. Just all, hey, maybe you could stick around. We could uh, make out, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> My ship. And no. No, he's got to go be alone. Yep. Maybe he doesn't have to go be alone. Well, yeah, I guess we will find out in a couple episodes what he's maybe doing there, which is weird. Oh, that's weird. great. <laughs> well, I mean, we this is an episode mostly about tarantulas. It's only so weird. Anything <laughs> Tigatron is doing can only be so weird by comparison. Yeah. And speaking of tarantulas, he's back there. Black Arachne is mad that their whole plan is ruined, and also Megatron's going to murder them now. Yeah. They they actually when that scene starts they feel very much like kids who know they're about to get in big trouble. Oh yeah. yeah. 
we are super grounded, calling. and by grounded, I mean somebody's going to shoot laser beams from a Tyrannosaurus <laughs> head at us. <laughs> you know. But of course, Tarantulas is upset because the pod's gone, and he needed that pod to escape because the planet they're on is doomed. Yeah, that, he knows that, this because of reasons. Because reasons, yeah. They, they do give a, a nice big music sting after that revelation. Oh, yeah. yes. It is of significance. And she she tries to get him to elaborate, but uh, he's not having it. He would also like to be alone. Yes. Also to do weird things. Yeah. yeah. Probably weirder things. I mean, almost certainly weirder things. But she says, you know, we could be a great team, you lunatic. <laughs> He calls her a witch. Yes. Aww. And then he just starts cackling. Yes. He's going to wank so good tonight. Physical contact. This is going <laughs> in the tarantulas bank. <laughs> and also at the end of the episode, he gets a shadow. Oh. Yay, Exciting. Well, he's doing his uh, his maniacal laugh. Oh yeah, we we gotta note shadows when they show up because they're not always there. Nope. Yeah. I don't think we get any more until coming in the fusors. Oh goodness! Wow. So set your clocks. <laughs> Two fusor o'clock. I don't actually know how many weeks that's gonna take us. Some number weeks. The big hand will be on the eagle, and the little hand will be on the wolf. And so that is Spider's Game, and I think uh, I think we all enjoyed playing the Spider's Game. Yeah, Yeah. it's a good episode. I mean, it's a really good episode. Oh, it is. This it's definitely one of the it's one of the top five we've seen so far. I would say, and I'd say in the top ten of the series overall. Oh. I don't know if I'd go that far, but yeah, it was good. It, it's odd that it's so good in a way. Yeah. The weirdest I mean, thing about it is that the spiders are basically the protagonists. Yeah, Kinda, yeah. yeah. yeah and at their creepiest, just about. Oh yes. Oh, so good, so creepy, so good. I mean, this is sort of where we get, and this is the way Black Ragney is going to be for the rest of the series. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's, she's kind of got plans of her own, but she would like to know about what your plans are so she can either help or hinder you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's looking out for number one. <laughs> yeah, you know, may it means she's going to have to, uh, you know, get a little handsy with tarantulas. So be it. She'll allow it. Yes. Yeah, it, it's a we- she's She has enough Purell back at the base. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> She's like star screaming the star screaming behind his back, sort of. It's it, it's a thing that comes up a lot in, in like Transformers tech specs. Like the the second in command always wants control, but but in the old cartoons, pretty much all we got was Star Scream trying to take over, or mm-hmm. uh, Shockwave and, and Ratbat in the comics. But but now it's like it's it's this. Well, Tarantulas is not quite the second in command, but he kind of was. Because he's the second smartest. Yes. And, and she's trying to backstab him while he's trying to backstab Megatron. It, it's a complicated chain of command. Plus, we have all the other idiots flying around. And, you know, in addition to that, it also manages to be a good character introduction <laughs> episode. 
Yeah, it, it's you a know, character introduction episode where we actually get the character of the character being introduced. Oh, yeah, you, you know what he's like, you know what he can do, you know that his toy is super awesome. Yeah, he's he's yeah. the first one that's shown up fully formed in his first episode. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't just show up at the end of the episode, or like Black Arachnia, show up and then not show up for the rest of the Yeah. Yeah. I guess Tigatron is the closest, because he was... Kind yeah, of I mean, we sort of got his deal. But we only got his deal for, like, two minutes. And also, I mean, he kind of just looks like Cheetor, so he wasn't a yeah. huge surprise, whereas everything that Inferno does is insane. Can, well, he doesn't have any wings. Can he fly? Yes, he can, because he's a giant <laughs> blender for an ass. Yes! <laughs> he's bigger than everybody else except for, like, Dinobot. He's huge! <laughs> Such a massive little ant. Yes, he's so great. And yeah, and we even get yeah, we get a little uh, maximal characterization there too with uh, Tigatron Eraser's burgeoning relationship. Yeah, really relationship heavy. It's like everything we like is crammed into this episode. Yeah. Oh yes. Character directions, new characters, seeing what the status quo is, comedy, romance, and uh, yeah, and, and, and it even hints towards the meta plot. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Tarantulas is meta plot. Well, yes. And I guess it, it, where stuff is building up towards that finale in yeah. in an interesting way. It's going to be good. Oh, yes, it will. It'll be Ultra uh, Gear. Yes. It'll yes. be good, but it'll be better next season. Oh, yes, season two is one of the pinnacles of Transformers fiction altogether. So good. It's, so it's good. really good. But this season's good, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because there hasn't really been a complete stinker episode yet anyway no uh, unlike well you go back to the original transformers there were quite a few oh yeah i mean yeah i think by this point in the original transformers we might have had at least like a prime problem which is the one with the, the second optimus prime oh i mm-hmm. like the idea of that episode anyway uh, maybe the core, which is the one where they inexplicably brainwash the Constructicons. Uh, that episode. And it's so badly animated, too. Oh, it's super badly animated. And uh, yeah. the Autobot run, which is also really badly animated. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking up. No, none of those. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, what if I had we had at this point? Uh, more than meets the eye. Oh, yeah. Transport to Oblivion. Roll for it. Divide and conquer. SOS Dinobots, The Ultimate Doom, War of the Dinobots, mm-hmm. Countdown to Extinction, Fire in the Sky, Heavy Metal War, Fire on the Mountain, A Plague of Insecticons, Autobot Spike, and The Immobilizer. Heavy Metal War is... Okay. Uh, I... Oh, City of... Oh, wait, have we had City of Steel yet? Oh, uh, City, of no. City of Steel is atrocious. Yeah. I liked Fire in the Sky, except for the whole part where... The ending is completely negated by Fire on the Mountain. Yeah. And Fire on the Mountain is not great either. No, no. City of Steel comes in the slot of end of season two for Beast Wars. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Oh, really? I, I, yeah. Although on the wiki, they've got it at third episode of the season, which is weird. I was looking at Wikipedia's list, which has them sorted by air date, not production date. Wow. Okay. But yeah, there, there anyway, there are a lot of bad Generation One episodes. We might, you know, that's something we could consider watching in the future. Oh yeah, I'd, 
I have not seen most of those. So okay, that would I mean, be a completely new experience for me. Yeah, I guess the question is, do we do a bad one or do we do a good one? Both. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, uh, yeah, we do we, a bad one and the then we best, do a good one. The best okay. and the worst. We find the best and then we do bot. Okay, well, I, I vote... <laughs> <laughs> oh, bot. Oh, bot. I... I don't know. I would still argue that Carnage and C minor is worse than Bot. Uh, it's worse. But I know that it has worse animation. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also just super pointless. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, that's a lot and, of G1 episodes. And also the voice acting is very irritating. Yes. Yeah. Where the, the aliens in that episode are all constantly singing. Yeah, that, that's the thing. We haven't really had any bad voice acting in Beast Wars, and do, do we ever really get any bad? No. Um, I mean, I, I guess the worst is it's taken a few episodes for, like, terrain, uh, Black Arachnia and Air Razor to develop a character. Yes. I mean, like Air Razor that, is probably the weakest voice still. Yes. Yeah. And part of that is that they didn't really decide what their characters were going to be like. Yeah, and, and I guess yeah. Scorponok really doesn't... Scorponok is just an Igor. He's there to be the blunt of somebody else's joke. I enjoy his voice yeah. acting. Yeah. but mm. He can really scream when he needs to. <laughs> and he can also, uh, you know, accuse somebody of being a smirker. <laughs> yeah, let's get some good, very good that. sometimes. Oh, we're going to miss him. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> All right, so I think we I think we've reached the end of the Spiders game, and I think the winner was the audience. Yeah, yes, yeah. it was. And I mean, kind of also tarantulas. <laughs> well, no, he no, he didn't get anything out of it. He didn't get a new Spider. He got touched. Yeah, that's kind of a win for him. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, <laughs> but but his A game and his B game are screwed up. He just got some C. Spider. Yeah. He didn't Megatron's the real winner because he got a loyal minion. So yeah. yes, and he didn't even have to pick up his pieces afterwards. That's Scorponok's job. Yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. Megatron gets his most loyal minion through no intervention of his own. <laughs> wow. Where's that IT guy? <laughs> Admittedly, he's stuck with another idiot, but sort of competent-ish idiot. You take what you can get. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have her ten waspinators than one tarantulas. <laughs> oh God, tarantulas! You, they you wouldn't be able to make room for the to, you know, by a certain point, you wouldn't be able to get stabbed in the back again because your back would already be full of knives. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no. If you had ten tarantulas, they'd be trying to kill each other, probably. This is true. Or what trying to. Again. One of them would be trying to get the top of the harem. That would be really there's so many legs everywhere. Oh. Uh, <laughs> regular arachnophobia. You need to call in John Goodman. Uh, you, you just yeah. have to fill his spider cave full of lava and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> just just burn it all down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alright. Well so Condoms think... draped over in her John Webbs. Gross. Uh, Alright, so uh Remember, you can you can follow us on Twitter at, at @stasispod, and uh, you can find us on Tumblr at stasispod.tumblr.com, and now you can find us on Facebook uh, under just facebook.com/stasispod. And we are hosted on iaconunderground.net. 
Or if you prefer, you can also find us on iTunes. And uh, while you're there, uh, why not rate and review us? Yes, rate, review, send in emails, tweet us, yes. something. And yes, please. Dude. You know, if you'd like, if you have any questions, comments. Old fan fiction. Old fan fiction about Inferno. New fan fiction. We'll take fan fiction. Yeah. Please send it to stasispodcast at gmail.com and uh, maybe we'll read it on air. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So please it- join us next week when we answer the call of the wild. Oh boy. Until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. I'm David. I'm going to go answer the call of the wild. Yay. Good, uh, so yeah. Good episodes. I get to be a magical girl. Yay! I, I don't know off. if well. I'm doing writing thing or not. But I do have a kitten back on my feet again. He got mm-hmm. up there all by himself. Kitty! He got on my ankles. I, I have my feet up on a footrest, and he's laying on them. Neat. I guess we will speak again the weekend of the 22nd and 23rd. Sounds like a plan. Yes. <laughs> Uh, June 22nd. I'm good. I'll be on vacation on an off week. That's good. Yay! Yay, uninterrupted vacation. Right. <laughs> uh, vacation. I mean, it's not until early September, but uh, it, it's on an off week. I have a vacation I once. I my vacation time. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, good night. Good night. Good night.